Welcome to episode 101 of the Farm Exec Podcast. I'm Elaine Koilichi, Editor-in-Chief of Farm Exec Magazine, here along with my co-host, Group Social Media Editor, Miranda Schmalthus. Farm Exec Magazine is a multimedia publishing brand that brings you the latest insights to master the science of success. On this week's episode, Miranda and I have the pleasure of speaking with Bruno Larval, CEO and founder of Larval. Bruno talks about his experience with digital tools in pharma today and how to get the most out of them. Let's take a quick break from our sponsor, and we'll be right back with Bruno. What if you had limitless access to customer insights, accelerated timelines, and set fees? At TrueSterum Network, we're fueled by connections in virtually every area of healthcare as part of MJH Life Sciences. The result? audience-fed creative, and more powerful content in less time. True Serum Network, releasing what's real. Find out more at truestearumntwk.com. Hello, podcasters. Today, Miranda and I will be interviewing Bruno Larval, CEO and founder of Larval, which provides clinical intelligence solutions to the biopharma industry. Bruno's here to discuss how he's invested in the digital world, both personally and professionally, and the impact it can have. Thanks for joining us today, Bruno. Well, thanks for having me. And I'm only worrying that I like this subject so much that I would be long-winded. So I'm going to try to keep it short in my answers, but I appreciate being part of the podcast today. So could you give us a brief background on your company and also share the unique way that you choose to work in the metaverse? Certainly. So Larvol is a software and data provider in life science. So we're, we're data and software for pharma. And we've been around for 17 years. We have 150 workers. And what was unique about us is that we were completely remote. And that was unique because, of course, now it's less unique since the last two years, many companies, including our pharma customers, by the way, became also work from home. And so what what is new with us is that we have decided to completely move, not just remote, but in virtual reality. So we actually, as far as we know, the first company completely run from the metaverse, from virtual office. All of my meetings are avatar to avatar. In my virtual office, no email, no business meeting in person, and no Zoom. I take the Zoom from also my virtual office. So that's the unique experiment or experience that we're going through at at Larvel. Great. So you're clearly cutting edge when it comes to technology, but how has the digital revolution of COVID affected pharma companies who have been more traditionally tech stagnant? And how do you see that shift continuing? So our customers, you're right, our our customers of pharma, the life science industry has been, of course, more conservative in good part for for compliance reason, but we've seen them changing as well. So, of course, they they work from home now. There's been, for example, a lot of interest from our pharma customer, I got a call yesterday actually on that, to organize virtual ad boards, even uh, virtual tumor boards for uh, in the oncology field and using the metaverse to allow interaction within their team and with uh, KOLs, let's say, in medical affairs. So we see things changing. We organized uh, a virtual night at the museum in a virtual museum on the last day of the cancer conference, ASCO, for example. 
and we had pharma company coming. We had key opinion leaders coming. And I was actually surprised how much engagement and interest there was from pharma and from KOL in the metaverse in a different way of meeting. So, you know, you heard the expression, we should not let any crisis not put to good use. And unfortunately, it's a very painful crisis we're living through. But I would not be surprised if the whole society and the pharma industry comes out of it changed with a lot of acceptance of new technologies and and new ways of doing business. So I'm, I'm very optimistic about changes and acceleration of digital change in our industry. Let's talk a bit about social media. How can pharma better utilize this platform? Well, first, our company has been providing social media service, monitoring mostly of, of KOL in social media for a long, long time. And so we saw the evolution of the interest of pharma also the acceleration in some ways of the use of social media to cover Congress in particular. Congress became really virtual for the last two years. Now it's starting to change to hybrid. And during these scientific Congress, during these medical Congresses, a lot of the conversation moved from the McCormick Conference Center in Chicago, the lobby, from moved from the lobby to Twitter and to LinkedIn and to even to a degree Instagram and TikTok. And what we noticed is that that conversation became real time. Really, as soon as the new data arrive, the KOLs on Twitter are starting to discuss it. And so our customers, the pharma companies, are very interested in, at the minimum, following that conversation in real time, which is extremely difficult, by the way, because the tools to do that cannot just be technology. They need for some curation. It's too difficult to really ascribe a sentiment to a tweet about data using natural language processing. So doing that in real time or near real time, it's very difficult. But we see a lot of interest for that in pharma right now. With compliance being an issue in social media, could you describe the importance of social listening? The part that we found still extremely tricky is any kind of engagement by pharma in social media. They're still extremely for good reason, extremely careful. They essentially, they don't say anything. They're completely or near completely silent in any kind of organic participation to the conversation. What they do, of course, is active listening. And then they can use that active listening to understand how a message or new data is interpreted nearly in real time by the community of physicians and and KOL. And they're sensitive to it because as soon as the data arrive, a narrative around that data can take shape that can really damage their brand. And certainly they need to understand that. They need to read that. So the compliance issue has been, of course, historically, oh, what if we find an adverse event? And then you've got all of the adverse event reporting. So many of our customers ask us to be trained to do that, to recognize adverse event and to follow a reporting processes with them. What we discovered, though, over the years is that it essentially never happens. I exaggerate a little bit. It's extremely, extremely rare because even if an adverse event is mentioned in social media, the likelihood that it meets the condition of being reportable, meaning we can identify the patient and we can successfully contact the provider, is it nearly never happens. And so what we found is that our customers are less and less worried about that aspect of compliance in social listening. 
What other digital tools do you think can have strong impact in pharma today? The platform, the trend that I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, which is virtual reality and the metaverse in particular, is the one that I want to go back to because, well, first, because I'm an enthusiast about it. So I have a little bit of a bias, but also because I actually believe that the hype that surrounds the metaverse right now is deserved. In other words, I believe that the metaverse is going to become the first place where we work and even where we live. Now, of course, it's hard to know whether it's going to happen in two years in a massive way, now that everybody got their quest to for Christmas, it seems, or whether it's going to take five to 10 years. But I feel that that ability to organize advisory board, people are tired of Zoom, by the way, enough of Zoom. They want something new and they're missing meeting in person, but they also realize that it's going to be harder and harder to have meeting in person. And the metaverse, even if the avatars are still a little bit clunky, provide a promise of more proximity, more personal interaction in a shared place, more immersive experience with less distraction also. So we got interest from Pharma to organize advisory board in the metaverse, providing a different experience with the KOL. The KOLs approach us to say, well, maybe we could organize a symposium in the metaverse that maybe pharma can sponsor, or maybe we can organize even a tumor board, an international tumor board. I do a lot in oncology. This is our main area. So I think this is going to happen. Pharma is always going to be, of course, more cautious than other industries, but I believe it's going to happen. And I see already a good amount of interest for the metaverse as a platform for engagement, both to work together and also to interact with the marketplace. Bruno, thanks so much for being with us today. It's been really interesting learning about your take on digital tools, both from a personal and business perspective. Thank you for having me. What if you had limitless access to customer insights, accelerated timelines, and set fees? At True Serum Network, we're fueled by connections in virtually every area of healthcare as part of MJH Life Sciences. The result? Audience-fed creative and more powerful content in less time. True Serum Network, releasing what's real. Find out more at trueserumntwk.com. And now it's time for this week's leadership tips from pharma execs. I'm Bruno Larvol, founder of Larvol. My leadership tip is to enjoy being a leader, not just enjoy the result or the destination, but the journey, the process, because if you enjoy being a leader genuinely, then your team will enjoy being in that spaceship with you towards a destination. So find joy. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's Farm Exec podcast. We are always pleased to take you behind the headlines, provide expert tips from industry leaders, and give you an inside look at what the Farm Exec staff is working on. Remember, you can always find us on the web at farmexec.com, on Twitter at farmexec, on Instagram at farmexecutive, and on YouTube. The views expressed on this podcast do not reflect the views of FarmExec, its parent company, or our advertisers. 
For editorial questions, please email Editor-in-Chief Elaine Quilici at E-Q-U-I-L-I-C-I at MJHLifeSciences.com. And for sponsorship opportunities, please email group publisher Todd Baker at T-B-A-K-E-R at MJHLifeSciences.com.